Spending four hours in a box together every day can make you say crazy things. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. Snap, snap. Snap, snap. Snap, snap. Would you ever think about getting a vasectomy from a mobile vasectomy clinic? <laughs> it's an RV. They drive around and they snip, snip. Good morning. It's Jeff and Jeremy. <laughs> because of Roe versus Wade, the reversal, in certain states, they're, uh, they're trying to push for more vasectomies. Oh. How are you on vasectomies? Did you ever get one? No, I was I was scheduled, and then like COVID came. You did the about Ray Romano? You got scared and you ran away. Well, no, COVID came about, and it was like, <laughs> uh, guess I can't go to the doctor. Or no, I scheduled. It didn't work out with my plans, and I was going to say oh, I'm going to push it back. And then um, I just I don't know. I just didn't do it. I just didn't do it. Snip, snap, snip, snap, snip, snap, snip, snap. If you watch The Office, you know what that means. I guess you can reverse them. I don't know what the, uh, what the you know, successful rate of a reversal for a vasectomy is. But we know that Michael Scott got several on The Office. Uh, this is happening in Iowa and Missouri. You get a free vas- uh, vasectomy. Free? Free. Uh, because a tr- out of a truck. <laughs> uh, Planned Parenthood and Dr. Gurian, Garian, Owner of the Mobile Vasectomy Clinic are offering 60 free vasectomies over three days. Mm. Now, obviously, we live here in California, but this could be something that catches on, right? Oh, I hope not. I hope we're not getting medical procedures out of tr- out of uh, trucks for political purposes. And that's why we do it. I mean, it's just it's it goes against everything that we should be standing for. There is a World Vasectomy Day, by the way, Jeff. What? When is that? Is that today? Uh, no, it's it's coming up this weekend. That's why he's doing it. It aligns right with it. Okay. Now, this is, like well, I said, this is in Missouri and Iowa. Um, and they're also offering discounts, too, if you don't make it in the first, uh, to be one of the first 40 free vasectomies. I thought you said 60. Oh, did I say 60? I'm sorry. Maybe yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. 60 free vasectomies in three days. And... Um, He's going to offer 40 more free vasectomies. So 100 vasectomies for free? Yeah, he'll do 100. We've got a doctor um, here where I live, and he's offering free prostate exams. I happen to know somebody that sees him because he had prostate cancer. He said this guy loves to stick his hand up your butt to do the prostate exam. And then here he is on TV saying, hey, we'll do free prostate exams. I'm going to do free prostate exams, as many as we can do. And I'm thinking, no, there's you. something wrong with this dude, man. Because I talked to my doctor, and of course, it's a woman. And she says, uh, Dr. Cochran, she says, listen, we don't do that anymore because it's too invasive. We can get the same results out of a, your blood test. I think we've talked about that, your PSA number, mm-hmm. which is your prostate number. You want a zero. When you start to get you know issues, it'll start to go up. Anyways, he's recovering from his prostate cancer. And I think he's he's cancer free now, but uh, he had this doctor, and he was like, "Yeah." So it's weird these guys that do all these free. But I mean, I understand this Dr. Guarian. He's trying to. Is this a political thing then? Because you know they bring up Roe versus Wade was reversed to where you know abortion and things like that. Um, I know in, in the state of Idaho, I was reading a story that you know you, it's illegal, and uh, unless you know you've been assaulted, raped, um, underage, uh, there are some. Exemptions to it, 
But yeah. other than that, I mean, I guess if you want to cut down on the population, this is probably not a bad way to go. Even though I'm not. I just, I, what I have a problem with is um, I'm going to do a surgical procedure a hundred times for free in the, over the course of a week. In the back of my and, RV. Yeah, in, in a truck. It's a medical, I mean, it's a medical facility. I mean, I don't know. I haven't seen it, but. No. I'm not, that's not, that's a rush job. I'm not. I mean, we talked, the only person I think stuff. that we really talked to about that was our buddy Matt. He came in and he I'm told not, us. I'm not taking that chance. You know, they numb you, they slit you, they catch you, then they cauterize you. Oh, the smell would be awful. I think I'd get sick. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know, knowing it's burning my own flesh, that would really bother me. But Are you awake during that whole thing? He said he was. He was numbed. He was numbed down there. Yeah. Uh, no thanks. You went through a consultation and they didn't I tell did. you about that. They had me watch like some video from like the eighties, and I thought it was a joke. I thought it was like getting set up. I thought Ashton Kutcher was going to come running through the door, going, "Dude, dude!" <laughs> I'm like, "Is this a, for real?" It was like a guy from like the. It was a video from the eighties. Like, make a new video. That's part of the reason why I got turned off to it. I was like, I don't know. Are you guys up to date with everything that you need to be up to date with? If you're showing me this video from the eighties. Well, I guess if, you know, uh, conservative people want people to, you know, not, um, you know, it's very, very conservative, very right social issues about abortion and things like that. And you don't push it on. You don't want that to be done. You don't want abortions to be practiced. Then maybe this is the next best thing for birth control. Because then you don't have to worry about going to the store and buying this or that or whatever. Yeah, so, but I'm still not getting it done out of a truck. Regardless. What, if, are you, what if it was free? If I, if somebody calls up right now no, and says, "Hey, no. I'm, I'm Doctor, you know, Jack Jack Orkian," bad choice of names, uh, Javorkian. What was his name? Anyways, and they said, "I'll do it for free, but I'll, we'll do it. We'll do it in a surgical center." No, like where you got your colonoscopy. Well, okay, then if he's like a doctor, then yeah, yeah, surgeon, I, might, yeah. I might I might entertain it. But if it's a truck in a Walmart parking lot somewhere in Iowa, hell no. <laughs> Spending four hours in a box together every day can make you say crazy things. Don't go crazy. <laughs> Jeff and Jeremy in the morning. I'm not sure. I don't follow the Grammys because they really don't ever cover any music I listen to. And I'm just. No, I work at a classic rock station. I listen to songs I'm familiar with. I don't know what Silk Sonic is. I've heard of them, but I don't know what it is either. It's Bruno Mars and another guy oh, named okay. Ander- Anderson Pack because he's got because <laughs> he's got two A's. He's got two A's back to back. Pack. And um, they were their album was up for awards for the 2023 Grammys. They won some Grammys last year for it, but the deadline was where they could still win more Grammys for it this year. And they did, did I think they did the honorable thing and they said, ah, you know, got Grammys last year for it. We're going to withdraw it from, from consideration. Now, if you're up in a category that would have gone, like, I guess it would have been, R&B duos or something, that would have been the category. If you are up against, or, or if you're in that category, knowing that oh, one of the favorites bowed out because he didn't want to seem too, you know, 
braggadocious. Are you gonna? That's gonna make you feel good when you win the Grammy. No, you're gonna feel like you got charity. I don't want your charity. Yeah, come on, man, step it up. I want to know that I beat the best. And if you guys won it last year, then I want to know that I beat you. And that's where I come from on that too. It's like it's like well, everybody's uh, soft nowadays. Everybody's like, oh, thank you, participation trophy generation. That is what has happened to us. Here you go. Here's your Grammy. Um, by the way, it says underneath that uh, uh, Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack uh, did not enter their album into the Grammys yeah, this year. It's almost like you're getting an asterisk with your Grammy when you get it. Yeah, yeah. Or do you remember I, it, the first time you got your participation trophy? I don't know if you even never got one, but I, I, was, I was... I was like, we came in... Yes, I do remember, because we came in ninth place out of ten teams in the league, and I'm like, what is this for? And they're yeah. like, oh, well, everybody, everybody gets something for participating. And I was like, why would we get any notoriety whatsoever? I remember a game in which... There was a kid, uh, the, our goalie, he was, he had his hands down his pants looking the other direction and people were scoring goals on him at, at will. Like we didn't deserve to, to win anything that year. I, I, at the age of seven knew that. Yeah. I was in sixth grade. What are you? 10, 11. And I was on a basketball team. It was a rec team. Everybody was allowed to play. I was not good. As you know, I was a wrestler. Not didn't have great ball handling skills, and they got you know the MVP, most points, most three pointers, most whatever free. Th- I don't know what it was, and then they gave the rest of us a participation trophy. Just said, you know, the name of the team in the year. Here you go. And I'm looking at this going. <laughs> it was a bad feeling. I I almost felt like a bigger loser because of it. That's why I, I looked like over it. at Josh White, who was the worst ball handler. <laughs> I mean, he literally had to look at the ball in sixth grade when he dribbled. It was terrible. He looked at the ball and ran down the court. People would just, nobody ever give him the ball, and then the coach would make you give him the ball. And as soon as somebody gave him the ball, he was looking at the ball, somebody just come by and take the ball. And I'm looking at Josh White, and I got the same trophy. I, I wanted to go home. I was so upset. I wanted to go hang out at the pizza party afterwards. I was devastated. And I said, forget it. I'm not playing basketball anymore because I stink at this. I'm going to stick to what I'm good at, wrestling and football, or at least what I thought I was good at. This is what I, I, so I, I truly think having two kids in, in sports programs, one is younger than the other. The younger gets trophies for everything. He get, he shows up, he gets a trophy. It's a participation trophy. I will say that he participates mainly in San Luis Obispo. Um, for their youth sports programs. Got it for T ball. Sure. He'll get one for soccer. Um, gets something. Now, when we did soccer in Templeton, though, the coach issued out awards, but the, she highlighted what the, the, the kids did best uh, for it. So it, that made sense because the, the, the city gives you a medal to give to every single kid. And then she was like, okay, we're going to give it to, I remember my son, who was a good defender got the defender award and um i thought that was appropriate that was her way of spinning it into like okay here's your trophy for participating type thing you know but that's what it was ultimately at the end of the day and i think you have to pay up in order to not get the participation trophy because my daughter she works her ass off for gymnastics and if she doesn't place in the top 10 like these are big big like invitations 
invitational, Meets. regional yeah. invitationals. Yeah. Yeah. If she doesn't place in the top 10, they don't get diddly squat. Yeah, no. I know. <laughs> That's how it was with wrestling. If you didn't place in the top three, you didn't get anything. You got a ribbon, I think, for fourth or I don't know. But medals were first, second, and third. And then yeah. you'd stand up on the mats and they would, it looks like the Olympics, right? Yeah. And yeah, it was, it was something to strive for. And, but we pay out the eye tooth for <laughs> gymnastics. We pay next to nothing for soccer. That just goes to show all, kinds of, all kinds of hardware. That the Grammys have really just sunk, you know? And, and now guys aren't like participating in it and so other people can win and, oh, it's They're, everybody. You know you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of the NFL and the All Star Game, <laughs> like when, like when Tom Brady's like, "Oh, hey, you 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 made it. You're the uh, first team All Star." He's like, ah, "I'm not going to play because I, I'm not, you know." Or I guess it's the All Pro Game, or the Pro Bowl. I'm not going to play because I'm Tom Brady, and you know, <laughs> let somebody else play. I guess I, I'm not disappointed that I don't watch the Grammys anymore. Hey, I'm glad you brought up Tom Brady. Uh, he's got a new venture he's getting into. He's going to be divorced. He's going to have lots of time on his hands. We'll get to that coming up. Careful. You don't want to learn from this. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. Jeff and Jeremy here. The podcast lives online at KZOZ.com. You can also pick it up. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, we are not currently on Spotify with updated shows, but you can get us on Apple Podcasts or any other platform. Also, we used to share that on our social media pages, Facebook and Twitter, at Jeff and Jeremy to, uh, to grab that. I know you have some Tom Brady stuff here, but I want to talk about podcasts just for a second. Okay. Because okay. um, I, I, I produce a podcast. It's the... Uh, it's the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with Hal Swayze. And I submitted it to Spotify and without problem. What is the what is the hang up for Spotify? You set up the account. I'm not really sure. I, I don't know what the issue is. Maybe you could look at it. I didn't originally set it up. Um I, I worked with our we work with a company that helps us uh, facilitate our podcast and mm -hmm. they were saying it was all set up, but every time I go to Spotify, I get January of two thousand twenty. Is like the last oh, that was, podcast. That was a good episode, though, man. It's like one of the most listened. Ever. <laughs> yeah, one of the, it's the last episode on there. One of the one of the best episodes uh, uh, on Spotify. You know, I'm pretty good at putting the podcast together. I'm not really good at understanding how it gets facilitated and why Spotify won't pick up on it. But it's everywhere else, and so hmm. I don't know if you okay. want if you want to try. That would be great. I people ask me if we're on Spotify all the time. When I say no, they're like. Oh, I'm like, well, there's other ways to listen to it. It doesn't have to be just on Spotify. But anyways, so maybe we'll keep working on that. Whatever. Uh, so Tom, Tom Brady is now going to be in the MLP. Do you know what that is? The, not the NFL, not uh, MLB, but MLP. As in? Uh, Major League. Uh, I suppose you haven't heard about this. Cool. This was over the weekend. Pickleball. It's becoming in in Washington, the state mm. we're from. It's now the national sport of Washington. Pickleball. The national sport, or the, the or the, the state the, the sport. official state sport, not national. Uh, anyways, here's Tommy. Look, I've been trying to find a way to extend my professional sports career beyond my 40s, even into my 50s, 60s, 70s, as long as I can, right? And I think I got the answer. Pickleball. I'm super excited to announce that I'm officially joining the MLP family. I love that it's become such a popular neighborhood sport. It's a great way to get out of the house, but I'm coming to win. I'm coming to dominate the sport, all right? Pickleball. Let's go. <laughs> For people that can't play tennis. <laughs> yeah. 
I remember playing pickleball in high school, and then my buddy's dad, he loved pickleball, so his dad built him a sports court, and it had a hoop on one end, but it was a pickleball court. We could put the net up, and man, we used to have fun. Everybody from the neighborhood would come over. We have tournaments. Pickleball's a my lot of fun. My neighbors play. Um, we have courts right down the street from our house um, that n- you can walk to, and uh, they're packed. They're always got people playing pickleball on them. And um, it's funny because my I had a friend who um, they built a tennis court because pickleball was kind of new in the in the eighties, and I remember playing it in PE, and they're like, "Oh, this is a new sport," and I was like, "Oh, it's kind of like lame tennis." Um, and my friend, my friend Jay, they built a tennis court. Well, what happened is they squeezed it in on the property and there was not enough room at the end line between the end line and the fence. So you go back to get a shot and you run right into the fence. So they turned it, they turned it into a pickleball court because you had enough room as a pickleball court. And we used to play all the time as a result of that because, you know, we couldn't play tennis. It was like, it was like pickleball was like arena tennis. You know, arena football was played on a much shorter yeah. uh, court uh, or uh, field. That's how that's how I view pickleball. Because I played tennis and I love tennis. I think tennis is a great sport, but it can be hard on you um, from a from a you know an impact standpoint. And pickleball is you know the same thing. It's just on a much smaller court and it's not as much running around. Do you remember when you went from the wood paddle to like the uh, acrylic? Like it was some sort of like. Um fiberglass or like yeah no i know that i i saw him at at big five the other day i was like dude i had no idea that the game had advanced so much no they had those back in the 90s i remember but and then learning how to do spins i mean nowadays with the internet and youtube you could probably really teach yourself how to be pretty yeah see when we played pickleball in the 80s uh on on jay's court it literally was like a wiffle ball and um like a hardened wiffle ball but then and then ping pong paddles <laughs> was, yeah. a lot of fun i i get why he's doing it drew Brees is also doing it by the way and lebron james uh there are a dozen teams uh and more to come uh brady made the announcement on instagram apparently last late last week or something like that according to the story so Look for LeBron James Jubilee. Now, are you. they managing? Are they are they are they starting like are they owners in this league? Um, they're investors, it says, in Major League Pickleball. I bet you Giselle's pissed. What, well, she's she's getting her divorce, so she should be fine. Is she? Is that a is that the deal? I thought they were going to counseling. I thought they was still they're still together. They're going to counseling and they're working. They're trying to work through it. It's not like a divorce thing. I know she was seen without a ring on, and that's probably a bad sign, but. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, according to this, um, they're going through the process. Uh, there could be a divorce. They haven't officially made that decision yet. Um, it's funny when you start looking at what they're worth together. Their combined worth is $650 million, I was reading. Um, that includes $26 million in real estate. There you go for your podcast. Um, who gets what? The who gets what episode? Who Who's going to get the kids? <laughs> She'll get the kids, right? Doesn't he? Didn't he bring a kid into it though? Does she get that kid too? Or no, no, no. He's mom, thirteen. Mom raises that kid out in oh. out in California. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's Bridget Moynihan. Everybody thinks that Tom Brady's a stand-up guy. Just look up Bridget Moynihan and Deflate Gate. Subscribe to the Jeff and Jeremy podcast now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and YouTube. It's your Central Coast commute-friendly podcast. Yeah. 
This is so funny because this is exactly how I treat my dog when he's a jerk. Apparently, this came from Reddit. Somebody posted something about their sister um, late in life, having a baby when she was 42. She had bed rest after she was pregnant. The kid turned out fine as far as health, but his behavior is terrible. He's, you know, he pulls hair. He, he, t- he just grabs any food he thinks is his. He throws fits nonstop. He tries to ride the dog. Um, he's six years old. So now at this point, you know, you're getting to the point where the kid's getting bigger. And, you know, as the sister of this person who doesn't have kids but has pets, when they came over to the house, she had a bottle sitting in the kitchen full of water that she sprays her cat with if the cat gets on the counter. So she took the bottle and she sprayed the kid. And the kid freaked out and ran out of the room. But he stopped throwing the fit. And he stopped, it you know, just grabbing everything and not listening. It totally worked. I actually have tried that with uh, my son, and he likes it. He's five. He's like, so he's yeah, about the he, same age. Yeah, he, he's like, he's like, he's like, oh, could you do that again? I'm like, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny you say that because my dog, I can do it. But if I do it like multiple squirts, he'll just open his mouth and try to catch it. You know, so now it's a game. I'm like, no, this is not a game. No, I'm so now what I do is I spray him in the butt. He hates hates getting sprayed water in the butt. So uh, if he sees me go back towards his butt, he'll take off and he'll chill out. But anyways, back to the kid. So the kid literally started responding to it. I mean, this is a terrorism kid, right? And anyways, I don't know if this is a real deal or not. It must be. I mean, they put it on Reddit, right? And so now all these people are upset and saying this is child abuse. Are you kidding me? It's water in a spray bottle. There's so, I mean, I, listen, if I was that kid, I would have had, I would have been bruised. I would have been, I would have had welts on me from the belt. I mean, the way I was raised and other kids are raised today, I'm not saying it's right, but a spray bottle is nothing compared to what me and my friends got growing up in the 80s from our dads if we looked at them wrong. And we learned very early on. Yeah. When they opened or when they gave you that look, you better get your S together quick. If that uh if that uh becomes child abuse <laughs> they don't want to they don't want to look behind a lot of doors in America. <laughs> they won't have to everybody will be in trouble. So okay sometimes you, you have to you have to lay the hard line of the law down, you know what I mean? Was your wife there when you sprayed you some of the water bottle? No, she wasn't. <laughs> Did you tell her about it? No, I don't think she would care. I'm no, I, I, I just, she would care as much as, as he did because he cared <laughs> none at all. He didn't care at all. You your kids are very well behaved as far as I'm concerned. I, I, I you know, I don't know what you think, but um but I'm sure they've thrown tantrums before because they're kids, right? Oh, God, yes, all the time. What, what do you he, do? He's, he's, he's the king of the tantrums. What is the form of discipline that you go to? Take stuff so away? I, or? I, it's a lot of trial and error. Uh, the best thing I do is I uh, make him sit on the white stool, and he's got to sit on the white stool, and he can't get up for an allotted amount of time based on the infraction so um what is the last stool it's just a last white, night a stool that's white is it wood yeah it's a it's a stool because everybody in my house is short that um they use to uh get up into the cabinet oh, okay. um 
So, uh, you know, or to get into the, like, my wife can't reach things on the top shelf. She gets out the white stool. Does it have, a, a, step does it have a pad on it, or is it a step stool? No, it's metal, oh. and it does not have a, a pad on it. Somebody and, might say you're abusing your child because they're having to sit on a hard stool too long. It's possible, yeah. Um, <laughs> I invite those. Come on. I invite those people to come over um, and take a look at the situation. Um, no, and I'll set the timer, and it was being really bad last night, and I had the timer already going because I was cooking uh, dinner in the oven. It was like a casserole or something. And I said, come over here. Sit down in the white chair. He sits down in the white chair. He goes, how long do I have to sit here? And I said, Eh, 13 minutes and 16 seconds. Because <laughs> I'm not going to set another timer. What? <laughs> yep, because usually it's five minutes. But uh, And that works. Not sitting on a stool works? Yeah, yeah, he doesn't like it. Because he wants to be up doing things. He's a kid, you know? Yeah, no kidding. Come over and sit on the white stool. That's, I mean, he would much rather have a spanking than sitting on the white See, stool. I had a spanking so, and then had to stay in my room. I couldn't come out. Yeah. Like an hour. But at least yeah. I was in my room, and then I would, you know, yell and scream and how much I hated my dad, and then that would last for probably two minutes, and then I'd play video games. Yes, yeah, that's why I will not. I, normal. Actually, last night I sent him to his room first, and then I thought, wait a minute, that's getting off way too easy. Get back down here on the there. white. Yeah, get down here on the white stool, dude. <laughs> and is the white stool like where everybody, like his sister can see him and walk around him, and does she taunt him yes. ever? Yeah, she does. Really be she gets in trouble if she does that, though. Yeah, I know, I know, I get it. But it's I mean, we so have hard open, not to. We have an open kitchen to the living room type situation, so um, it's it's hard not to do that. But I got to keep an eye on him, make sure he's staying on the white stool. So I'll move it behind the kitchen island, and he's got to sit in the kitchen with me, and he's not allowed to watch TV. So right. she's over there watching TV, yucking it up, and he's like trying to look over the the thing. I'm like, no, uh, 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 get your butt back down on that stool. <laughs> So we're not calling this parenting advice, but there's a couple of options for you if you've got an out-of-control kid or you're, you know, running into an out-of-control situation. Because nothing's worse than having to deal with somebody like your sister or your brother that has an out-of-control kid because you don't know where your place is. But maybe bring them a spray bottle <laughs> or a big white stool. Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. All right, so apparently we're talking about kids today. But this is a really interesting story, Jeff. Uh, I don't know if kind you heard strange. about it. Huh? Kind of strange for a Monday because you, you hate kids. I don't hate kids. I kid. wish you would quit saying that. Kids I like for, kids. A, I just don't have any. I just don't need any for myself. I, I like being I mean, around I did kids nothing for a while. But and then I deal leave. with lots of kids all weekend long. And the last thing I wanted to talk about was kids today. Well, but, but this, is a, this, this is a parenting thing. Uh, this woman was arrested for letting her son. And I don't know if you let your son at 10 get a tattoo. But he's 10 years old, and he has a huge tattoo on his right arm, and it's his name. Um, apparently, this was done in the hotel that they live in. So maybe financially challenged family here. Yeah. Uh, the ink was spotted by an employee at the school. Good called, use of funds. Called law enforcement. And uh, the woman who was 33 was charged with endangering the welfare of a child. Mm. She's 10. This is her mom. Uh, he was placed in protective custody. You know how it goes. Uh, the boy was tattooed. And the tattoo artist is, you know, still on the lam. They're, they, they're kind of considering what? the person, this tattoo person, a person of interest. Uh, but the mother said she gave the uh, tattoo artist permission to do it. But he should have made a decision not to do it because 
uh, eh, I don't know. I, it'd be interesting to hear from some tattoo artists. The boy wanted it done. It wasn't like this was the mother's idea. No, the boy I, said, I, I want my name on my arm. I understand that, and she gave him the permission to do so. And then she get, you know, paid the guy to come over and do it, because a 10-year-old, I'm sure he gets an allowance, but I don't know if he's paying for a tattoo. I don't know. I, I think this is bad money management by this family all around. I mean, you're living in a hotel, and you're like, hey, we got some extra money. What should we do? Well, uh, maybe they didn't. Uh, it doesn't say they had to pay. Maybe it was a trade. I don't want to talk about what they traded, but maybe it was a friend. I have no idea. I just know that he got a tattoo. The school saw it. Apparently, you would need a large, you know, long sleeve to cover the tattoo. And mm-hmm. now they say it's child abuse. Apparently, the boy asked somebody at school to put Vaseline on it because it was irritated or I don't know if that's what you do because it was fresh. I don't know. You have a tattoo. What, I mean, do you think that's child abuse? I don't know. I don't have a tattoo. I'm not a parent, and I'm trying to think of a 10-year-old. Are they making the best decision? Probably not. But you no. know what? This is her son, and if she made that decision, I think it's okay. She's in, yeah. I think we need to kind of step back here a little bit. If the kid wanted it and he's got it, I don't, I don't know. I, it's, it's, these boundary I mean, lines for people getting involved in other people's business, their family business. Now, some people are going to hear this and go, well, yeah, but he's 10 years old. You know, she shouldn't have let him do it. Well, who are you to say that? That's not your kid. Okay. I'm sure there's things that people let their kids do that other parents would disagree with. I've heard people say, and I tend to agree with it for the most part, but I think it is an extremist view a little bit. I've heard people say that making your kid wear a mask is child abuse. During the whole COVID oh, thing, yeah, especially, heard, yeah, especially if you're, you're, so what happened was when a lot of people got the, uh, the jab, they thought they were invincible. We talked a little bit about that on Friday and then they, they got this false sense of security that they were never going to get COVID. And then, but their kids weren't allowed to get the jab. So then they made their kids mask up. They would put muzzles on their kids, uh, while they were walking around sans, uh, any muzzle on their face. And there were people that are saying oh, that's kind of child abuse. Which is more child abuse in, in 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 this instance? Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm not really the one to answer that. Like I said, I let people manage their own families and raise their own kids the way they want to. Yeah, and, I, you know, I, I, thirty I'm years ago, too. this wouldn't have been an issue. If your wife came to you, which your wife has a tattoo, doesn't she? Didn't you tell me that once? Yeah, she does. She has a couple, and tattoos. she came to you and said, and your daughter's almost ten, isn't she? Or she she's nine. Yeah, it's close enough. And she said that your daughter wanted to get her name tattooed I don't know, on her shoulder or somewhere. I would say no. <laughs> and, your, and your wife was like, I, I think we should do this. Yeah, you, she doesn't. She's not of the mindset. She's regretful that she even got the tattoo. No, I know. I know. I'm just saying, if, for instance, I, yeah, you would be against it. Oh, yeah. It would not happen. <laughs> it would not happen. I don't care. And your daughter's upset and says, well, come on, man. I mean... What do you what do you say? Like when you're 18, you can do what you want, or when you move out. All of my she would house, have to say to me is, is that kid in New York that lives in the hotel with his mom um, had somebody come to the hotel room and do the tattoo for? And I'm like, right there. That's that, that's that's why you're not getting a tattoo. When you're 18, you can make your own decisions. Go ahead. Go is it endangering the welfare of a child to let your 10 year old get a tattoo? I mean, to me, it sounds like that's crazy, and that would be. 
I don't know what like what's the infection rate like what what is the what is the medical life I don't think it's, it's that permanent. high it's permanent well well yeah you, but the, but you're talking about a permanent fixture on your body yes but as far as like a medical uh, problem how uh, how frequent is a medical problem arise from getting a tattoo I would say not that often because millions of people have tattoos millions. This Tens is, of millions. This is where I'm at with this. I, I say, you know what? It's her kid. She should raise her kid how she wants. But at the same time, it, put yourself in that situation. Here we go. Risk versus reward. You have to understand that in today's day and age, you let your kid go to school with a big tattoo of his name right. on there's his arm. Be... There's a chance they're going to take your kid away, and that's what they did. So, yeah, it's bad on you. I mean, that's, that was stupid. She could have gave him a, a medicine he doesn't need, and that would have been totally fine. Because he's a because he's a kid, and he's got the immune system. And yeah, no, fights, I'm following you. Fight, I know. Fights all that, you know. How pathetic can some people be? My wife, her new thing is, uh, I, I she says I need a gun. She wants to get a gun to protect the house. She's like, we need it to protect our home. And I got to be honest with you, there is no way I'm getting my wife a gun. Because there is no way I'm not getting shot with that gun. <laughs> Buying my wife a gun is sort of like me saying, you know, I kind of want to kill myself, but I want it to be a surprise. <laughs> I, guess, I guess if I had a gun and she had a gun, it'd be okay if we both had guns. And then maybe every argument could just end like the end of a Tarantino movie. Just like, all right, you put yours down. We're going down easy, both of us. Same time, whatever you need. We'll cuddle, I'll listen, whatever. Let's just put the guns down now. Dumbass of the day. 93.3 KZOZ. Gotta protect your home, man. (laughs) Gotta protect your home. Oh, my gosh. So funny. This burglar in North Carolina, uh, he went to rob a house, but he forgot something behind. Take a listen to this. Burlington police say a severed finger found inside a glove led them to the suspect in an attempted home invasion. Vernon Wilson faces multiple charges. He's accused of approaching a homeowner. They alleged Wilson then tried to push into the house, but the owner was able to slam the door shut, and they think that Wilson was injured during that struggle. <laughs> injured? He was. He had, a, he had a limb cut off. Yeah, no kidding. Ugh. Slam the door right in his finger. The finger fell. Hey, next time, here's a little tip for you robbers out there. How did that homeowner have to slam that door? Jesus. Make sure you pick up your finger before you run away. I'm sure it hurt like a son of a gun. We've all smashed our finger before. And a door, too. Ugh, awful. So, yeah, he runs away, and, oh, damn it, my finger's there. Oh, they're not. And the glove's got to provide some kind of protection. I mean, did, did this guy have a door that was made of knife? <laughs> I blade. Probably just had a solid, thick wood or wow metal door. That's a great advertisement you, for the door company. You know though, what the right? ironic thing is here? He was wearing gloves, so he didn't leave fingerprints. And then he got uh, surprised because the guy was home. And now it didn't matter because the fingers, he left it behind. So they were able to get the prints off the finger. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They pulled the finger out, got the prints. He was in the system, tracked him down, arrested him, ah. took him to jail with one finger missing. Nine, nine fingers. I mean, it's pretty obvious when you get there, right? And the guy's missing a finger. Oh, oh yeah. this has no, to be our guy. 
no lineup needed for that one. <laughs> <You're just> like, <laughs> unless there are, are five other sp- suspects in the system that have missing fingers. Talk about really bad luck. Really bad luck. Not meant to be uh, to be Robin. And now you're going to spend time in jail. And everybody's going to ask you, hey, what happened to your finger? <laughs> well, long well st- here's the story. <laughs> Actually, it's not a long story. It's a short story. It's how I ended up here. You're really bad at robbing. Congratulations. He's 67 years old. His name is Vernon Wilson, and he's one finger less. He's a bad robber. He's Jeff and Jeremy's. Dumbass of the day. <laughs> it's Jeff and Jeremy in the morning on 93.3 KZOZ. Subscribe to the Jeff and Jeremy podcast now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and YouTube. It's your Central Coast commute-friendly podcast.